in the moment in the studio so that these things are created there's nothing improvisational to the pieces in their finished form but the sort of looking around for something has an element of that some of the time paul and i would just do some things the two of us and then we would sometimes build on those tracks later adding other instruments but sometimes it was an ensemble members of his band and other people from uh, milwaukee and there'd be four or five of us and anytime there's more than one musician somebody just starts doing something whether it's you know just strumming a riff or a good example is um there's a piece on it and i, I use the word songs now because these things really have a song-like quality there's one called the limits of dreaming and reggie bordeaux the drummer in paul's band as drummers are wont to do he was doing some complicated little pattern and it was so uh intriguing that i said whoa whoa, whoa do that again and uh I quickly found a piece that was going to work with it because I just I liked it so much. So I found something that would give that a reason to be, and I, I basically mapped it out out loud to everybody. I said, Reggie's going to do this thing. He's going to stop. I'm going to say this. Then everybody come in and be a machine. <laughs> and then they did it, and it ended in laughter, and that was what the piece was. You dream quite a bit about your work, you know? If you had something a little puzzling to do the next day, you'd kind of take that to bed with you, it seemed like. But the dreams didn't solve any problems. You had to solve them yourself. Look at me, I'm a king. I have a red shirt. I live in Milwaukee. I play drums. I play with a band. I played with Terry James. He was in Milwaukee. We played cherry picking apple blossom time. I played drums. I drummed solo. I hit a hi hat. And I had a bow tie. We'd wear suits, tuxedos. And the guy plays with the baton. He had me hit the cymbals, then he clapped his hands. I dropped the sticks to be funny. I hit the cymbal, then he picked up the sticks. He says, Are you nervous? I said, No. He was real comical. We played at Carnegie Hall. We rode a bus. There was a chauffeur. Look at me, I'm a king. I have a red shirt. I live in Milwaukee. Well, some of these pieces on your album are, are really funny and with great characters. And I'm thinking in particular about A King in Milwaukee, Part One. Tell me about this guy. Oh, he was fantastic. I met this guy and he said something like what I built into the, the signature line in it. You know, look at me, I'm a, I'm a king, I have a red shirt. And he was saying something about how his shirt is like a king or like the Pope. And he had said that to me, and it was before I'd even come over to this. I'd come there to just meet the director of the place, and he immediately came up to me and just was happy to talk to somebody. Look at me, I'm a king, I have a red shirt, I live in Milwaukee. So I remembered that he'd said that, and so when I spoke with him later about things, I brought into it that, uh, look at me, I'm a king, I have a red shirt, I live in Milwaukee. You know, I took that from my own encounter with him that wasn't part of the interview later, but I would then ask him about stuff. And he then talked about music, because I, I, must, uh, I must have been asking him about music, and it seemed as if some of the things that he was saying were probably not reliable bits of history, but they were told with such friendliness and such enthusiasm that I thought, we got to give this guy that band. So this mm -hmm. is actually one that we tried recording a couple times. 
I was actually then editing it to see which part of it that I needed. So I shortened it, which is why I called it part one. I also called it part one because I felt like this was going to be a Stax soul review kind of thing. And there were so many part ones in there. So that's a little homage to Stax by saying part one. Uh, and when you say you, you gave him the band, what, what do you mean by that? Well, I felt like he's talking about being in a band and I don't know that he ever was, but I thought, let me take these words and let me honor that guy. Let me honor the memory of having been with him, having been in his company, and put a real band behind this idea of me talking to him. Let it be true. You know, he's talking about a, he's describing the band. It's not necessarily this band, but I thought, I want to give it a real hearty band track. The best way to get to know somebody, especially people whose memories are not reliable, is to accept whatever they're saying as true, because it's true to them. And trying to take that truth away from them is only going to end the conversation. And at the end...